Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Will here at Schedulefly. This is part three in our Story of Schedulefly series, and this is one of my favorite stories about this business. Fourteen years we've been doing this, since April of 2007, and this is definitely up there. So early on, and again, this is before I even joined the crew. I came in in the fall of 2008, so it's Wes and Tyler, and Tyler is trying to figure out how do we how do we get customers? And uh, one thing he did is he sat down and over the course of two or three days, I think it was two days, he uh, emailed every single restaurant that was on the open table platform at the time because you could you could go to each restaurant's profile page and they would have an email address. Maybe it's to the chef. Maybe it's just a generic info at type email or whatever it was. The majority of them, you know, 95% or more had an email address. And so he had a template email. He would just copy and paste and send to each one individually. And he decided to just knock it out as quickly as he could. So he sat there day one for 10 hours emailing one after another, after another, after another. And after the first day, Bell South was our his email service provider, Bell South cuts him off. Uh, they, they assume he's a mass spammer and he had to call him and explain what he was doing and convince them to cut his internet access back on. So he literally got cut off of internet access <laughs> and, uh, he proceeded to, you know, email the, the balance of them the following day or two days, whatever it was. I think it was two days. I think he literally emailed like close to 7,000 in a 48-hour period or something crazy. He just wanted to get it done. And Tyler has massive amounts of uh, discipline and commitment and resilience. And he just did it. And that's how he rolls. But, you know, it's it reminds me of, oh, and by the way, I think we got like it was maybe like our first 25 customers from that. I may be wrong. I may be getting some of the details of this stuff wrong, but we, we certainly, it was, you know, we, we got going, uh, because of that, we got some people to start paying. And I mean, we had some prior to that, but that was really a, a worthy effort and a, a heroic effort, but you know, it paid off because, um, that's a couple of days of time. And then you got customers paying. And of course, any customer you can get early on is so important to any business. And it reminds me of one of my favorite pieces of content that I've ever come across. And it has to do with business, particularly entrepreneurship. And it's an article written by Paul Graham from Y Combinator. And Paul Graham wrote something years ago, probably over 10 years ago called do things that don't scale. You can Google it. Just type in Paul Graham, do things that don't scale. You'll find it quickly. Uh, It's short, but it's very good. And he tells the stories of companies that his business, Y Combinator, has invested in and companies that he has been a part of over the years that early on, in the early days, before you have customers, before you have a provable product and market and so forth, you have to do things that, that don't scale. You have to do things that, you know, you can't replicate over and over and over, but that's where you start your momentum and that's where you learn so much and figure out so many things and rule out things that don't work and refine things that do work. And there's a great story in there about the founders of Airbnb. I'll leave it at that and let you go find that article and read it. But doing things that don't scale is so important to 
any startup business, software business, um, restaurants. Think of a restaurant owner. You start a business and you, you're doing all kinds of things. You're working 80 or 100 hours a week. That doesn't scale for very long, right? You can't do that. That's not sustainable. And certainly you can't scale yourself and replicate yourself to do that across many locations. But you start your restaurant, you do whatever it takes, right? And that to me is really the sign of a true entrepreneur uh, is somebody who's willing to do those things and um, just do whatever it takes. Doesn't expect the, the universe to sort of hand success to them, but, but is willing to go out and, and go for it and grab that success and uh, do the hard work that it takes to get there before you build some momentum. Uh, so a restaurant owner may be there all the time and shaking the hand or, well, I guess we're not shaking hands anymore after COVID, but introducing him or herself to every patron that comes in those doors for a while and getting to know people and, you know, doing whatever it takes to establish yourself, your product, your brand, your credibility, your commitment, your passion, your focus, your care for the customer, your attention to detail, all those things that it takes. So. Anyway, my hat has always been off to Tyler for doing that. Uh, it, it took a massive amount. Imagine sitting at a desk for 10 hours and knowing him, he probably didn't even eat. He probably had like a couple of glasses of water and just cranked one after another, after another, after another, after another. 7,000 later and convincing the internet provider to turn him back on. You know, we've got customers from it and, um, and then on to more from there. So anyway, <laughs> I've always loved that story and uh, very thankful for Tyler for doing that. Y'all keep listening. Uh, we're working on another Rock Stars of Women podcast. And I've also got uh, another one that I'm, I'm working on right now, uh, a different concept, but it would involve multiple restaurant owners. We'll see if it happens. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a good one. See you.